0: okay we're recording a podcast ashley monique how the hell are you i'm, I'm doing pretty great how are you Jesse? i am like ecstatic i was doing the math and i'm not great at math but i was doing the math and i have not recorded a live in-person podcast in 18 months oh,
1: Seriously?
0: yes yeah, seriously the last uh in-person podcast was emily and i uh interviewed um ryan and kelly um uh, you know, Kelly the comedian and Ryan yeah. the improviser Yeah, they were the the last Persons to Wait, I may have interviewed Heather Rogue But that one just went all bad uh, It was like right before COVID hit and we were both Just, we both said a bunch of stupid Shit about COVID that I wasn't About to post a week later when the world Shut down <laughs> So, um, yeah man So, uh, welcome to the, the Brand new podcast studio Um I like it. It's a work in progress. It's it's swanky. It's got some art here. Yeah.
1: This is gorgeous. It's very it's very you. I like it. Oh, thank I you. See so. Prince over there in the corner. Yeah.
0: The um, I love Prince. Yep. Yeah. Um, I'm just so excited to be doing this. And um, man, I'm excited to talk to you because like when uh when I decided to to kick the podcast off again, I was like, well, I'm gonna talk to people that like I definitely haven't had on the podcast yet. Um, but like just people that just genuinely excite me you know when I when I see them at open mics and like I get so happy when I see you I'm like oh great um you write all the time if it seems that like I was thinking last night and I'm like I bet you we have like heard maybe a tenth of what Ashley has written in her notebook (laughs) I do I do yeah I put out a lot of stuff that I write down that i just.
1: There's definitely a lot of jokes. I'm just like, uh, no, nah, this isn't going to be
0: a of day. <laughs> <laughs> do you? But do you give up on stuff right away, or do you do you do you keep? A, how, how do you write? Do you keep a journal? Do you have a joke book? What do you do? I keep a
1: journal, and I um, I keep a lot of my jokes on my phone
0: or in my computer,
1: and then um, I've got like a notes app list of premises, and then. Uh, yeah, I, I, I keep thinking that I'll
0: I'll give
1: up on something sometimes. Or just I'll shelve it, I think, is more accurate. i am like, eh, we can maybe revisit this later, but I'm not feeling it right now.
0: Okay. And so do you have, like, a separate, like, you keep a journal that's just, like, your your personal journal, and then you have, like, something specific for comedy? Or is it all, like, the same living type of document thing?
1: I, I just recently have tried starting to separate them because before I, like, before I started comedy, I did just keep, like, a personal journal, like a diary. And then when I started comedy, I would be like, some of it is my diary. Some of it is comedy. But then I would run into situations where, where, like I'm trying to talk to somebody about a joke, and I'll flip open my notebook, and it's like something super intimate in my diary. And I'm like, I gotta, I think I gotta start keeping these separate.
0: It's kind of like when you want to show somebody a picture, and you're like, check out this picture, but do not flip through. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't
1: look at my. Hand. Yeah, don't
0: don't go forward or backward. <laughs> Just look at this right. Better yet, let me send it to you. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. I get it. Because um. I, I kind of jot down some some like stream of consciousness stuff sometimes too, and I'm like, that is nowhere near a joke. And I don't want people to think I'm that dark with my humor <laughs> at all. That's hilarious. Um, saw you last night at Warm Takes. What was that like? It was that was I that was not that I can't believe what a great turnout that was, but I was so happy to see a great turnout at Stab. Not that Stab doesn't get great turnouts, but do you get what I'm saying? Like. Yeah. What what was your what was your impression when you walked in the room? Were you like, whoa? Yeah, i was,
1: I was definitely surprised. And because I, I wrote with Emma earlier that day, and I asked them like, do you have any advice for I because I've never done one takes before. I've seen it a lot. I love that show, but um, yeah. And they were just like, yeah, just just loosey goosey. Don't take it too seriously. It's it's fine. Like there's gonna be like three people there anyway. So no, we do. We showed it, it's like hella people, and I was like, "Oh, okay, well."
0: <laughs> yeah, it was hella people, and it was a live, crowd, like a lively crowd. Like the crowd was into it. You guys were great. Um, what, what did you? What, how'd you like the riffing part of it? That's, riffing is a muscle that I I need to flex
1: more and get better at. So uh-huh. I was I was happy for the opportunity to do that, and and I think it went okay, but. Um, I need I need improve. <laughs> I need
0: improve. <laughs> How'd you enjoy uh, Nicole Annette's riffing? Oh. oh
1: Nicole, okay. As soon, well, I I got asked to be on the show because somebody had dropped out, but Nicole was on it from the beginning, and I was already planning on going to see Nicole because I think she was just a perfect fit. Like I've seen open mics where Nicole gets on stage and is like, I got high and didn't <laughs> plan what I was gonna say and then the, the crowd's like oh shit but then once she starts going like like was like how did we get here everyone's on board there's like she's got people cracking up she's I, she's a natural improviser, natural river i think and she's just so hilarious i was ecstatic that she was on the lineup cuz i think that's a beautiful fit for her
0: Yeah, I was, uh, I I love every time I see Nicole go up, because like you said, like, the the set starts off one way and ends another, and you don't remember how you got from point A to point B, because you were just laughing your ass off the whole time. (laughs) She, I, I was dying when, like, the last things she said
1: in her warm-tick set was, we're all gonna die. (laughs) Good night, everybody.
0: (laughs) Good night, everybody. expect that from just like this calm girl she doesn't like she's very conservative looking just like well outlandish and yeah yeah no i
1: i adore nicola that was that
0: was great yeah so you started comedy like during the pandemic yeah right and um so here's something um for example um i went to vince's the other night and I, was, I signed up, and I was sitting there, and I was waiting, and I just went home. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even go up. Like, you've never had that type of open mic experience, right? Because, like, by the time, because, like, okay, the pandemic started, you started doing, like, Zoom shows. You did, like, Cat Puns, maybe. Did you do, what were you doing? Like, how did you start during the pandemic? I started at uh, Mario Musabi's open mic,
1: Comedy in the Park. Oh, Okay. So yeah, it was like an outdoor mic, um, and you know, like the mic was sanitized, and then we had like covers and stuff. And, it, and for a while, we were all performing in masks too. Yep. And um that was kind of the only mic that I really felt safe at, and and it, I so I would only go to that mic during the pandemic, and it was like kind of sporadic, like once every few weeks or so, and then yeah. Um, when the temperatures started getting too hot and the air quality started getting bad because of the fires, um, it was on hiatus for a while. So over the course of the pandemic, I think I only went to like seven mics or so until May when stuff started opening back up. And that's when I really started hitting the ground running,
0: uh-huh. hitting mics. That's all the right. time you're writing and you're writing and you're writing.
1: Yeah, I, yeah, I was I was trying to, and it was, it was hard. Like, all the stuff I wrote during the pandemic was kind of, like, in an echo chamber. Like, I didn't have an audience to tell me this isn't funny. So there's a huge rift between my pre-audience writing and then, like, once I start hitting mics, and I was like, oh, I think most of the stuff I wrote during the pandemic is trash. But <laughs> Well, yeah. I'll, I'll still revisit some of that stuff sometimes, but i was like, ooh, I didn't know what I was
0: doing. So how excited are you about comedy right now? Because, like you said, you, you kind of hit the ground in May. And you're doing shows, like, left and right. And um, I, I'm, I, I'll am i say it, I'm an Emma Haney fanboy, right? And so when, like, the first time, like, I was on a lineup with Emma Haney, I was like, oh, my God, I'm on a lineup with Emma Haney. What's that kind of like for you right now? Because I, 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 I pick up, like, a fangirl vibe from you. Not that you're, like, a Jesse fangirl, but, like, that you're just a comedy fan.
1: Yeah, I totally am. Uh, I'm also an Emma Haney fan as well. I'm, I'm an Emma I'm Handy fan girl for sure. Um, I don't think I've ever told them that. I don't want to. I hope that that was a But yeah, the first time I was on a show at Emma, I was like, okay, Ashley, be cool. Be cool. But you know, inside, it it was, yeah, no, it was, it was great.
0: Uh, and what what was, was that the Dope Room show? The, the, or were you on the show with Emma before that? The Dope
1: Room was, was the first, yeah.
0: All uh, right. You want to talk about The dope Room? Because it's, like, my best friend's show. And I've seen it go from, like, this is a really cool concept to, like, oh, my God, this is an alternate reality. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, because I've seen pictures of The dope Room, like, on Instagram and stuff. And, like, yeah, when you get there, it's just, like, wow, this is gorgeous. And, uh, yeah, Tina was a great host, uh, both for the comedy show and just, like, making people feel at home it's like just very intimate it's in her backyard um and yeah no i was i was really honored uh, and flattered to be asked to do that
0: yeah it was such a fun night like the temperature was perfect yeah uh, it could have been maybe like five degrees cooler but yeah. i don't know maybe like a little bit cooler we would have needed a sweater but it was it was perfect and and the, the comics that night were so much fun your set was great how'd you feel about your set that night i i, I felt pretty
1: good um I'm, I'm always nervous when I when I open. Uh-huh. It, it's it's so funny that like I mean it makes sense, but it's funny that like we put the newest people at the front because it's that's it's hard to, to like you know to work a crowd. It, it takes a lot of experience to get a crowd from you know zero to like a more good energy. Right. Like that's what the host does too. But like I don't know, going first is really nerve wracking for me. But I, I think it went all right, and uh, <laughs> my friends my friends are there. And they told me like some that was their first time seeing me, they were like, Oh, we didn't know if you were gonna be funny, but <laughs> but it was it was good, so so it's not gonna be awkward now.
0: <laughs> you know, uh pre-pandemic, like any show that I was getting booked on, I was always the first comic. Like I was always the first comic. And then like when Tina like talked to me about the dope room and like she told me who was on the dope room, I was like, Oh thank god, I'm not gonna be first. <laughs> <laughs> i was like ashley's gonna be first right she's like yeah i think it's gonna be ashley and then she kind of gave me the and i was like yeah that's perfect that's perfect um i um i've gone up after you a couple times and it's it's always like a great a great uh, uh stage to walk into it's never like sometimes you walk sometimes you take the stage after somebody and you're like <laughs> let's get that musk out of here like but uh you always you always leave a a a nice warm happy crowd um let me see what else i have a bunch of notes here for the first time um how much are you going up are you are you going up uh every week do you you have a pattern do you have a set night off like how do you how do you stay fresh i don't have a a pattern pattern but um i try to get up like
1: i shoot for like three times a week if i can if i can Uh um but I'm starting to kind of, like, it's hard to balance, like, the writing time and then the mic time and, like, listening to your sets, too, and seeing, like, oh, that didn't work, this didn't work. So I'm trying to kind of be a little bit more discerning about the mics that I go to. Because there's some mics where I'm just like, man, did I really learn anything?
0: You know what, my, You can push her away.
1: <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to, I know. PP's on my lap for... Yeah. People who can't see. But will uh, be you could push her away. The yeah. angel. I'm gonna I'm gonna put her on the ground,
0: but yeah, or because she'll just think that you love it and then... I do
1: love it, but
0: yeah. Um...
1: I think her breathing is getting into
0: the mic. <laughs> <laughs> like, Jesse, calm down. <laughs> uh that was my dog uh heavy breathing, by the way. Um so one of the mics that like I love to hate, and like I'll I'll say it because like I mean I'm cool with him, it's like Matt Medina's do the work open mic is like it is such a show. Like there's so much going on. And like sometimes the crowd is into it, sometimes the crowd isn't into it, but there's always people there. And like I always tell people, like, it's like the the open mic crowd isn't isn't like a pain crowd. Like it's not like a like a show. It's like it's supposed to be hard. And that's what I love about Matt Medina's. Uh, I always only say it's Matt Medina's, but I know he toasts it with, like, two- yeah. yeah. I always forget to mention cam The do the work, guys. It is such a fun open mic, but you never know what you're going to get. And it's not ever easy. Like, were you there this past weekend when Jake Grizzly will, like went on during, like, overtime of the football game? No, I didn't see that, but that sounds incredible. Yeah, yeah. So they were waiting for the football game to end. And then the Raiders scored. So they're like, oh, let's start the mic. But then the score got nullified by like a replay call. So the game started back up like after they put Jake on stage. <laughs> and he's just competing against like a Raiders overtime game. And it was just like, it's not supposed to be easy. Like it's like open mics have to be hard, I think. I, I agree. I agree. Uh, the do
1: to work mic is definitely one of my favorites. Um, I'm not going to be able to, to hit it for a
0: little bit because I'm taking. Johnny's Storytelling Class. Oh, that's so crazy because I have it right here on my notes. Storytelling Class.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm taking that for the next few Mondays, so I'm not going to be able to do the work for a little bit, but that is one of my favorites. And I think the fact that it's packed out with comics week after week is a testament to just what a great mic it
0: is. Are you in week two of Johnny's Storytelling Class or week three? It'll be week two this Monday, yeah. Have you been to any of the storytelling uh, graduation shows? I went to the last one. Okay. Um, What are are you excited about it? What
1: I am, yeah. Actually, um, what kind of I because I was already kind of on the fence about taking the class, what pushed me over the fence was um, seeing Willie Travis's story. Okay. He he crushed, and it was a hilarious story. And um, honestly, I was a little bit. Like, worried taking the class because i was like you know johnny's got a very distinct style and everyone's got to kind of find their own voice and yeah. i was worried that like like is he is he just kind of like teaching you to be johnny you know like only he can really pull that off but when i saw willie's story um and it was just so much in his own voice but just also like really hilarious and, and well told i was like oh shit this is
0: this is it's taking. I think that's awesome. Uh, when is that? Do you know when that um, storytelling class show is?
1: It's October. It's that the first Sunday in October, I think.
0: Okay. Okay. Yeah. It's it's always on a Sunday, so the first Sunday of October, and there's always like an open guest list, right? Like anybody yeah. can always go. And I think I've gone to most of the ones that I've been in town for. They're they're super fun, and it's so great too. Um, what I really like about it is like a lot of times it's like you know like 50% of the people who are in there and but what they produce from the storytelling class is something like a complete 180 of what you've been seeing them do at open mics you know what I'm saying yeah. and it's it's really cool to see like the, this uh this other world of their material open up like in front of you for the first time yeah
1: absolutely and I I think that was definitely the case with Willie and there were a lot of people that night that was a good show a lot of people I did really well.
0: Does uh-huh. um, any other names come to mind right now?
1: Morgan Anderson had a really great story. Uh huh. Um, hers, it was like, it was it was a, a glimpse into kind of like her life too and her upbringing. Which, okay. Uh, it was really interesting. Um, I don't want to spoil it in case she decides to perform it again.
0: Yeah, I love Morgan. She's the best.
1: I I do too. Uh, Emily Peterson. She didn't get to perform her show, uh, her uh, story at that show because she got sick. Uh-huh. But she performed it at a different show, and I also really enjoyed her story.
0: Emily's awesome.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: That's that's great. That's that's great. I'm so excited that you're taking the storytelling class because well, I wanted to ask you like, have you heard about the storytelling class? Are you thinking about taking it? But you are taking it. That's awesome.
1: Yeah, I I uh, <laughs> I'm working on my story. We're, we're going to see how it goes.
0: We're going to see how it goes. <laughs> uh, my, what, what really, what I, my big takeaway from Johnny's storytelling class was that, like, it's okay to embellish the story, like, to just be, just become this character and in, take that character on a ride. Like, when I first told my story, like, it was very, like, this is how it happened. This Like, I tried to tell the story exactly how it happened that night, you know, but then what I got from Johnny's class was, like, well... That's a great premise, but like, what would have heightened that story? And then that's when I just like, I really just like instead of it was me and my best friend, it was like these two characters, and like let's see where where I could take them, and let's see you know what parallels like we could draw from the real story to to make it a fun story for just for the whole crowd. And I just were because like the story that I told was some was like a story I've told a thousand times to like all my friends but it was, it was a fun time. Yeah, I'm glad you're taking Johnny's storytelling time. Have you taken any other classes or any other workshops? I took C one hundred one at uh,
1: Comedy
0: Spot, um,
1: and I think that's the only other class I've, I've taken. Um, and I took that over Zoom, which was interesting. It was like the last class before uh, comedy spot opened up for in person classes again. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I took it after I had already been kind of like going to a few open mics. And I think it's better for people who haven't yet taken, like, haven't yet gone to mics. Once you start going to mics, it's kind of like, okay, well, now you're in it.
0: Were you the comic who, like, about three or four weeks ago we like talked to you out of like taking stand up 101 again? Was that you? No. Okay. I, I wonder if that was Arthur. There was somebody a couple of weeks ago that like, it was a New York comic and they're like, I think we're going to do, I think I'm going to take stand up one And we're like, no, you're already like, you're in like, don't go backwards. Like, but stand up one oh one is totally great for like, if you haven't done any open mics yet. Who's, do you remember who your instructor was? Melissa. Oh, She's so awesome. Oh yeah. I, I love her. I, I ran into her
1: on the show and like, I, I was like, I, I was like, be cool, actually, but inside, I was like,
0: oh, it's my sensei. <laughs> <laughs> um, have you gone to any of the movie event shows? Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I've been to a few. I'm going to be on, on the next one uh, next Saturday. Oh, that's awesome. I have. They haven't announced that lineup. Oh, oops, is that a secret? <laughs> I don't know, because, well, maybe they announced it, but I, I saw uh, a flyer for it that Miriam drew, and uh, then they said, you know, uh, like lineup coming soon and I was like I was already kind of planning on going now. I'm definitely going. That's awesome Yeah,
1: yeah. I'm
0: super yeah. excited
1: uh, I, I I don't think they have the the full lineup ironed out. Maybe they haven't they haven't announced it, but uh-huh. um, cause I, don't, I don't know who else is gonna be on but yeah, I'm super excited. It's gonna be at
0: the land park. Yeah, it's back to the land park, land park. Yeah. yeah, I'm excited about go man. Now. I'm super excited about going to that show because the weather's gonna be perfect again oh, Yeah, it's gonna be amazing this is like the the perfect time of year for 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 outdoor shows. I was I was a little disappointed that it wasn't Stab Under the Stars last night. Yeah, me too. I, I thought it was going to be.
1: Um, I I wanted to do one of my jokes where like I have to yell, but I was like, I can't do that in this little tiny
0: room. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, let me see. Let me take let me take another look at my notes. Blah blah blah. Um, hey man, I'm trying to get uh. More comics to like, like improv, and uh, <laughs> it's like a very fine line. Like, but what I will say um, in defense of improv is that everyone I've ever booked on telenovela has like walked away with a better appreciation of improv. What What do you think about improv? No, I I, I think
1: improv is great. I actually have been considering um, taking an improv class because. I think that um one of my weaknesses as a comic is thinking on my feet and uh riffing and crowd work like all of that is is improvising like I I'm one of those comics at least for now that like gets up on stage recites their material don't fucking talk to me don't interrupt me and (laughs) like I I want to be a little bit looser and I think improv would really help I don't understand why there's a um, I don't know, like a rivalry between stand-up and improv, <laughs> I think they should they should be a lot more hand-in-hand.
0: Hand. Yeah, it's very subtle, and it's there. Um, I, I still, on some nights, and very much how you just described, like, let me do my set, don't interrupt me, because, like, it will derail me sometimes. Like, I, if I have to, like, do something for an audience member, like, acknowledge an audience, and then, like, I completely lose, have you ever blacked out, just, like, forgotten? Oh, Yeah yeah
1: definitely especially like
0: like once things aren't going
1: well my brain's like all right see ya you on your <laughs> own
0: i remember probably my third or fourth open mic um i had, I was already kind of like comfortable with like okay when the light flashes you know you you should be at this point of your set and then you'll be like i was really working hard on that and at one open mic like I finished, like I was done and I hadn't seen the light yet. And I was like, and then in my brain, I was like, oh, I must be crushing. I guess they're giving me more time. (laughs) But I didn't have anything to do. So like, I was like, all right, that's my time. Thanks. And I walked off the stage and like the host was like, what the fuck? Like, Like ran out there and I completely forgot like a minute and a half long joke. Like, and it was just like, man, do you have, um, What's it like? For me, like, after a great show, even after a great open mic, is it hard to fall asleep afterwards? Like, is it? what's tell, Let's talk about that, like, that high after the show. Oh, yeah, definitely after a good show.
1: I, I'm always, I'm like, I'm, yeah, I'm hyped up. I'm like, who can I talk to? Who can I text right now? Someone talk to me. Let's go, let's go. Like, yeah, I definitely have a hard time falling asleep and, and winding down after that. Um, And that's why I kind of, I like, the post-show hangs so much. Mm. It's a really good way to, like, work out that energy and hang out with people.
0: And Yeah, I thought, like, the, the post-show, like, uh, grabbing some food. That, that kind of feels like it's not coming back yet because, like, so many places are already closed by the time um, the shows are over. But I remember, like, b- right before the pandemic ended or right before the pandemic started, like, oh, just going out after shows and just hanging out all night. Not all night, obviously, because I'm old, but... I do I do miss that um, we're going to get to uh, okay I wanted to make my podcast a little bit different when I when I brought it back out of its hibernation or whatever it was and, but I wanted it to be kind of like uniform so like if people like, like listen to the podcast they can have like an under, like an idea of like kind of like what might happen like when they when they come on the podcast so um, I'm starting this brand new segment called uh, five easy questions. And uh, I gave them to you beforehand. Right. Like, so it's like, but they're like totally easy questions, but like, let's get to this brand new segment and it's called five easy questions. I'm just going to ask you five questions that I think they're kind of easy, but I think they kind of like, they lend to like, we could open up we can get deep with them or we could just like be like a one answer question. But anyway, let's just do it. You ready? ready. All right. The first ever five easy questions with Ashley Monique. Uh, All right. Yeah. We're going to get deep right for the very first one. What are you afraid of, man? Oh man, there's a okay. There's a lot of afraid
1: of. I got hella anxiety.
0: Um,
1: do you mean in general, or are these kind of like geared toward, like
0: comedy? Whatever, just what top of the head. All right,
1: all right. I I'm afraid of. Um, I think I'm I'm afraid of not. (laughs) Not being successful. Um. Sometimes I, I'm scared that, yeah, like, I'm pouring a lot of time and, and energy and effort into comedy, and um, maybe it's not going to go anywhere,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and uh, I'm I'm scared of, like, not being able to, to take care of myself. Like, I come from a, a long line of single moms, and um, one thing that was, like, always dri- drilled into my head was, like, you need to make sure that you can look out for yourself, because... You know, don't don't rely on somebody else to take care of you because they might leave. And uh, actually, that that's probably where a lot of my anxiety
0: comes from. <laughs> right, is just being afraid of that.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I think I think that's what I'm scared of: not being successful.
0: Okay, All right. that's fair enough. That's, that's a good answer. Good stuff there. Um, so this one I'm, I'm changing up a little bit, but not not a whole lot. So the original question was like, uh, who inspires you? But now it's like who or what inspires you like it could be like a movement an action a, you know like who or what inspires you okay um i'm inspired
1: a lot by uh, the other women in our scene and um there I've, I've got some some personal favorites of mine in the scene um uh, that i really look up to and uh appreciate and lean on kind of like for advice and um their comics feel like I kind of watch what they do and I just think like okay not that I want to like be them but I want to similarly carve out a space for myself um and so and then and then we've got like a a little group chat kind of going with a lot of the female comics in SAC that's been super supportive and that's been a source of comfort and inspiration for me as well.
0: That's awesome. So like your your fellow uh peer female comics are yeah, that's 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 great. That's great. That's great to hear that too. Because like so many times, like just not, not just in comedy, but like in anything that you kind of love, like there's always like this like kind of like outsider syndrome or like this imposter syndrome that kind of goes along with it. Like, oh, should I be here? But like to have that inclusiveness like around you, that's that's great. That's great to know that that's there. Um what are you binging? And that could be like, man, that could be a book. That could be like Hulu. Like what are, what are you binging right now? I just finished binging Loki
1: on Disney plus.
0: Are you all into that stuff? Are you all into that universe? I'm like, I'm not all into it, but
1: like when Loki came out, I, at first I wasn't going to watch it. And then a lot of people were like, Oh, but it like ties in and you got to watch Loki. If you want to understand the other stuff. And it's like, I kind of just, like, resentfully watched it, like,
0: I guess I got to keep abreast of this information. Awesome, awesome. Right now, I'm watching um, on Hulu Reservation Dogs.
1: Oh, I keep
0: hearing about that. Is it good? It's so good. And the episodes are only 30 minutes long. Oh,
1: that's good.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I'm watching that. And I'm also watching, I guess this is on Hulu, too, is um, Only Murders in the Building. I, I, yeah, I wasn't
1: gonna watch that when I saw like all of the promotion of Selena Gomez and I was like, oh, she's not looking a great actress. But then when I saw that it's got like Martin Short and, uh, yes, and uh, Steve Martin and Steve Martin, yeah. Oh, this looks like a really fun mix of people.
0: I totally joined because of the whole Martin Short, Steve Martin, but Selena Gomez is like my new favorite. Like, I yes. never really paid too much attention to her, but she's, I love her, she's great. I'm, I'm totally team Selena Gomez right now.
1: All right, I'm, I'm gonna
0: check that one out. All right, what do you mean? Um, with, with just life being so crazy, so hectic, what do, you, what have you been trying to get to that you just haven't gotten to? Like, what do you keep like? I got to do this. I got to do this. Like, what do you, what do you keep trying to get to?
1: Honestly, right now, what's at the forefront of my mind is, I need to get to 15 minutes of material <laughs> <laughs> So I really like I always write a lot but I've really been making a, an extra push to try to get pen to paper and and try out new stuff And like I'm kind of inching my way towards 15 minutes but I'm not quite there yet and like that's that's my next I think small comedy goals is hit 15 minutes and then hopefully maybe start like getting some hosting experience
0: was that one of the reasons why you took the storytelling class to, like, expand on the material?
1: Uh, no. Um, Actually, the, the storytelling class I wanted to take because that was just, um like, a discipline of comedy that I felt like I didn't have mm. a lot of skill in. And right now I'm still, like, you know, they, they say it takes a long time to find your voice.
0: Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah,
1: so I'm still trying to find my voice, I think. And I was just like, well, let's just try a different style of comedy and see if this sticks. And then if it doesn't, that's good information too. Like, okay, I'm not a storytelling comic. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. But if it works, like your story is what? Probably at least five minutes, right? Yeah. Yeah. So then there's like an extra five minutes of material that you didn't have like yeah. a month ago.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But we're, um I think five to eight minutes is what the stories are supposed to be. Yeah. Yeah. that's. I'm hoping I'm, I'm going to get a good five minutes out of this at least.
0: Awesome. I'm sure you will. Um, uh, and last, um, what are you looking forward to? You know, um,
1: I'm starting to, um, travel a little bit for comedy. Okay. And I'm kind of, I'm looking forward to branching out. I know this is, so, I'm so, such a fucking nerd. Like all my answers about comedy, <laughs> it's like, what's on my brain right now? Um, I'm looking forward to branching out, uh, to different scenes. I, a few weeks ago, I went to punch. SF for the first time. Oh wow! Yeah, and, and it was it was so stupid because I thought it was an open mic. So like I go to Punch and it's like me and uh Buddy Dean and Morgan Anderson and like we all think it's an open mic and we get there and then it's like oh this is a book showcase and then when I saw the caliber of comedian like performed that night it's like wow I can't believe I rolled up in here thinking I was gonna get up on stage. <laughs> And it was like really intimidating, but it was also really motivating too. Like, like the comics out here are fucking sharp. So I definitely want to kind of make my way into the Bay a little bit more. Mm
0: -hmm. Are you in that uh, Bay Area comedy network group? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lots of lots of great comics in the Bay. Um, Off the top of my head, of course, uh, Ivy Cordova, um, uh, what uh, Cordell Snell. Gosh, choppy beers. Yes. She's in the Bay, right? I'm not, I'm not good to Oh, the yeah, I'm horrible with the, the whole I'm like, anything that way is the Bay to me. Yeah, yeah. Anything not Sacramento, I'm like, it's the Bay, right? Chelsea is one of my favorites, like, of all time. She, her crowd work is,
1: like, on another level. Uh huh. Yeah, she's, she's definitely, I look up to her a lot.
0: When, uh, uh, the, the word nerd keeps coming up with you, and, uh, Last night when Emma Haney said, I'm just a nerd, were you just like, me too? I'm... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah we, everyone's got a little bit of something
1: that they're
0: nerdy about. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, I'm, I nerd out about so much shit. And uh, just talking comedy is one of my favorite things to nerd out about. And man, thank you for coming and nerding out with me about comedy for a little while. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely, thank you for having me. Yeah, did you have fun? Does there anything else you want to talk about? We're like at 30 minutes right now. It's uh, anything you want to ask me, you good? Did we not cover something you absolutely wanted to talk about? I don't have anything off the top of my head, but I am
1: curious about
0: what your favorite mics are, locally. Oh, so locally, like I can tell you, like, I, I love, hate the do the work open mic, because it is so hard to uh, get a good set in there. But like I said, it's it's not supposed to be easy, you know? Um, I love doing uh, time at Luna's and at the Comedy Spot, but sometimes it's just so hard to get up there that, like, I'll just, like, opt out. And I'll be like, nah, I don't want to deal with that. Like, I don't want to uh, uh, sign up and then not get a spot and then come home or, like, sign up and, like, be, like, 19th. And then I, it's just, like, I'm too old for that. Um, and... Um, on the Y has always been a nice spot for me. I love it because, you know, we we hang out in the in the in the back patio area, you know, and then then we we do our set. And again, it's not always a fun mic to be at, but I mean, it's fun to like be like the camaraderie. But like when you're doing your set, you're sometimes you're like trying to talk over drunk people, you know, and it's 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 not always easy, but it's it's fun. I I definitely want to get to the next um love horrors open mic because like those are my homies and I like they've had two of them so far but like I just wasn't I just didn't make it to them you know so I'm looking forward to to trying out that open mic and also like trying stabs open mic again because that's going to start back up this Thursday oh
1: yeah I cannot wait before I started doing comedy um I worked in the scene for a really long time same yeah Yeah. and (laughs) stabs That open mic was like the one I would sit at the most, and it was my favorite. And I've never gotten to perform there before, and you know I, I'm sure it'll be a different beast uh, post lockdown. But I'm I'm excited for that to be back. Have you have you been to um, Luna's like
0: regular mic since it opened? No, not since it opened back up uh, pre pandemic, I would go to the Invisible Disabilities Open Mic. Uh, every month. Like that was like my therapy session was uh, getting material together for that and then going and getting that off my chest. Yeah. That
1: was the first time I ever saw
0: you perform. Oh really? Yeah. yeah those were, those were always uh, fun nights. They weren't always great sets, but it was always fun to get that. What I love most about invisible disabilities is like, you know, we get caught up in our own shit so much and we think it's just like so difficult and how and help uh, hopeless um but we persevere but then like you go to like these invisible disabilities open mics and you're just like fuck everyone's dealing with this stuff and we just got to help each other out you know yeah yeah absolutely and uh it's it's great that's that's what I really loved about that i hope she brings it back soon i hope so too yeah yeah um all right well ashley thanks for coming on the podcast and uh i'm sure i want to see you around lots um uh, good luck to every and everything you're doing and uh i'll see you next week for sure at the uh moving in- the moving venture right that's yeah, adventure. Yeah. yeah at land park on Saturday it's next Saturday yeah all right thanks a lot Ashley. Yeah.